We are back for an episode of Too Many Men. Tyler Dyes, Eric Johnson, Zach Riley, Tony Pickenich, and it's that time of year again. So Jack Ostroloff is here to discuss some NFL draft. Uh, it's Thursday, and uh, you must be excited picking 4 and 10. I know I'm excited picking 5 and 7. Yeah, it's a great uh, time to be a New Yorker uh, in April. Uh, it's the only exciting time of the year for us fans <laughs> Honestly. here in the uh, Tri-State. It's, it's, it's the MetLife Super Bowl. Yeah, especially when they both got two, uh, both of them have two top ten picks. It's uh, definitely exciting, and especially in this kind of a draft where you really don't know what's going to happen inside that top ten. So excited to be back to talk a little more draft, and uh, yeah, yeah, thanks I, for having me again. You're not going to the draft party. You just said you were busy that night. Yeah. Um, but they're splitting MetLife Stadium between the two fan bases. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw. Uh, I was listening to the fan today. They're doing some. Oh, that's uh, nice. <laughs> they're doing a. Uh, some kind of a draft party at the sports book. Yes. At the, by the racetrack. Oh, yeah, the Meadowlands? They're doing it at the at old the fa- racetrack. Was that the fan duel? Yeah. yeah. Why did you yeah. say the old racetrack? It's still a racetrack. Whatever. Old means that they don't the race there The old grandstand. They still race there. Granted, nobody goes, but they still I race there. I was going to say, no one, <laughs> no one uses that racetrack. So, I mean, this is different than any other year. Because at least coming in, we have somewhat of an idea who's going to go one. I'd say the only exception to that rule remember the baker mayfield year where yeah. shit started yeah. to turn toward baker mayfield when i wanted baker as the mayfield draft as yeah. the jets quarterback but i mean yeah <laughs> you can have him now if you want him i don't want him yeah <laughs> it's amazing how all these hype has surrounded these quarterback classes the last couple of years and nobody's really panned out from it i even think that baker mayfield draft like leading up to the draft you kind of got some inside scoops that it was going to be him at one yeah i think it really started to increase that day. That day of the draft, the morning of, the afternoon of, but you didn't really know until obviously his name was announced, but yeah. people had kind of an inclination that it was going to be him at one. So one this year, a little less clear-cut. Reports out of Jacksonville. All the brass in the Jacksonville Jaguars organization wants a different guy. I mean, you start off at the beginning of the year. At the beginning of the, let's say, last football season, Thibodeau was the one. Mm-hmm. Shifted as college football went on shifted toward Aiden Hutchinson. And I think when you talk about consensus best player in the draft, it's still Hutchinson who should go one. He should go one. I still think it's Hutchinson. as He's number one overall on my big board. But, but if like you ask the Jacksonville Jaguars, it's a little bit different yeah, actually, story. Actually, depends on who you ask. Exactly. Jacksonville. Which should not be the case. They've had four months to decide on a pick. And here we are the week of, and we heard little talk about Trayvon Walker over the past three months. Now we're in, in, let's say, like the final week and a half, that's when the Trayvon Walker stuff started. So, Eric, who is it that wants who? Okay, so it is Doug Peterson wants a Quanu. Somebody who I forgot was the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Me too. <laughs> Shad Khan wants Aiden Hutchinson, and Balky wants Walker. The, the reason it is believed. It is re- the reason it is believed that Balky does not want Hutchinson is because he's still bitter over Jim Harbaugh from the days over at Michigan. Which sounds like a really stupid reason, but that's or so from, on brand. That's so bulky. Yeah. yeah. From his from his days in San Francisco, I meant. Yeah, that's so on brand for Trent Balky. I didn't even think about that connection, how it kind of makes sense to me a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, right? I was trying to wrap my head around it this morning. Like, why don't they want Hutchinson? Why are they split on it? But now it kind of, I it guess it makes it, a little it, more sense, but... It's just so Jacksonville. Um, but, I I mean, you could probably ask a hundred different people, and you'd probably be split 33, 33, 34. 
to who's going first overall. Yeah, I'd even I wouldn't even give a Kwan Yu. 30 yeah, I'd say yeah, okay, yeah, probably like 50, probably more like 40, 40, 40, 40 20, 20, I'd yeah. say, something like that. Yeah, I don't know, I'd say 33, 33, 33, and the one guy wants Bo Callahan. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any chance here that Jacksonville, they're so undecided right now, do you think there's any chance they go outside of those three? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I guess you could say a sleeper, dark horse, uh, based on pure talent and raw potential could be, Thibodeau, but I don't see them going outside those three we just mentioned before. They talked to Kayvon Thibodeau earlier today on NFL Network, and he said uh, it's the people who are the most silent who you got to worry about, kind of hinting toward Jacksonville could be that team. Now, I Granted, I don't see it. Yeah. I don't think Jacksonville makes that move. There's just been too much talk the other ways that I, I don't think. Thibodeau hasn't even been mentioned since January. Like, that's the thing. And that's why I have won them reaching and taking – Trayvon Walker. I have in my mock draft. I have Hutchinson penciled in now because I think I I hope for their sake and for Jaguars fans' sake that they're able to come to their senses before Thursday and realize you take the best player available. You don't take it off of combine stuff and you don't take it off of uh, out of spite. I guess you can say with with Eric saying with Harbaugh. Yeah, and your best player available thing. No, that's usually the argument against drafting a need, but in this case, it's a need. You can never have too many edge rushers. Exactly, and you know, best player available, it's Hutchinson. In my if, opinion, if, it's if, Hutchinson. if you're between those three, it's 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 pretty clearly Hutchinson. So I, I don't I don't really understand why at this point they've balked toward Hutchinson. Yeah, no, I have Hutchinson. It just seems way one. too late. Eric, what do you think? Who do you think Jaguar takes one? So I would like to point out that my entire mock draft is published on tripleplaymedia.substack.com. If you want to uh, see this all in text and print, go over there. I published it about two weeks ago. There you have it. I have Hutchinson in this going one, although I think it's going to end up being Walker's name getting called uh, by the time Thursday rolls around. I mean, I think we can all agree what they should do is take Hutchinson. I think we can all agree toward that. The dark horse move is not Thibodeau. The dark horse move is trading back. Who do you think would potentially move up to one? Houston. And they're going to take uh, Hutchinson, you think? You would have to have uh, a real desire to Hutchinson to do that. Yeah. And I don't think Hutchinson's worthy, worth moving heaven and earth for. I don't think anybody in this draft's worth moving heaven and earth for. So say Jacksonville does take Walker at one. You think Detroit is out? Is definitely taking Hutchinson where enough where Houston Absolutely. needs to move up? Uh, well, yeah, I think, I think, yeah. Well, for De- then Detroit, I have Walker written here, but I think it's going to be Hutchinson. If yeah. Hutchinson's there too, he's going to be a line. Yeah, I, I, I agree one hundred percent. I just wanted to get your take on it. If you had Houston yeah. moving up, it's because they are are fearful that Detroit yeah, will take and him I, too. And I'm looking at the teams here that are, need like a deep rebuild like there's teams that need to rebuild the giants the falcons the seahawks the jets but the team that really needs <laughs> the, the jets are in the process of a rebuild of building that's what i'm, that's, that's what I'm saying and so the, giants the giants need to tear the shit down well i mean um, look at look at who built it i dave gettleman please i feel wrong. so bad for joe shane because he has to do all this can't say i feel the same way uh, of course you can't um, when you look at the FanDuel odds, Trayvon Walker over the past week has shifted into the best odds. Uh, Hutchinson plus 250, and then you got Iquanu at plus 400. And then, you know, some long shots, Evan Neal, Thibodeau, Malik, Malik Willis. 
plus what is he at five thousand? Mm. That would be a trade up situation. It would yeah, have, it would have to, to be, be a trade up situation. And I, but that would you. also that, remember this is Jacksonville. Yeah, but there's no way they take a quarterback. No, it's not even. It has never well, even crossed my point. mind. That's the only. The thing point they would have. be. I mean, if if they were so high, and listen, if they were so high on Malik Willis that they moved. Yeah, but the Trevor only Lawrence. the only thing they have is a quarterback right now. That's we fast. saw how even, that went last season. Well, I don't Christian even think Kirk. Malik Willis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think Malik Willis is the best quarterback in this draft. Also, Evan Ingram, Pro Bowl tight end in Jacksonville. He's a Jacksonville well. Jaguar now too. All those weapons really shaping up nice. I feel so bad for Trevor Lawrence. Just an awful situation to go to. It's yeah, and I honestly I could. Okay, see, Zach Wilson, re- relax. I'm right. just tr- Trevor Lawrence. I'm just happy he failed, failed year one because year one. everyone was telling him, oh, uh, don't go to the Jets, make your way, go back another year, avoid the Jets, avoid the Jets. I'm happy you're in Jacksonville now. Enjoy your life. <laughs> Some real bitterness. I must say. I get bitter over my uh, oh, okay. my teams, especially when. I mean, yeah, I mean the Jets, of course. That's like, your team. That's your top team. I mean, if you pulled people right now, would you rather be in Zach Wilson's position or Trevor Lawrence's position? Trevor Lawrence, uh, Zach Wilson. Jacksonville sucks. Right? Yeah. And granted, the this, Jets, um, nothing special. No, it's nothing special but at all. It's not Jacksonville. It's yeah. The saddest, the saddest part here is that all of our team, out of all of our teams, my team is picking the the lowest, and even then, that that's not great at twelve. So let's move to two. Um, I mean, this is where I have Hutchinson. I have I have it I have Walker but it's Hutchinson the, the Walker. Top two really I feel seem, like the top two really seem the top two are yeah are all of a sudden the top two are interchangeable yeah they really shouldn't yeah. be. it's just a matter of where they go. Um, I mean, isn't, isn't he's from Mich- he went to Michigan. He's from Plymouth, Michigan. He he needs to be a Detroit Lion. Yeah, isn't it funny though that we have the top two interchangeable one two, but we have a we have a way that we think it should go, and if it goes another yeah. way, we think it's like the wrong way. Yeah, but like, it's like oh, I could see either one going. You know what I mean? And but I say they're I say they're interchangeable. I really just mean Hutchinson is interchangeable. Yeah. Because I don't think if Hutchinson goes one, I don't think Walker's going two. If you guys saw yeah, that think, video I, I think, last year, who do you, you think? guys saw the video last year of um, Panay Sewell getting drafted by Detroit in the the Lions locker room? I think that is going to be a much happier video. If they land Hutchinson, definitely. Dan Campbell's going to go nuts. Yeah, he's but if out. Hutchinson goes one, I think. Um, you know, there's been rumors thrown around that they could take a wide receiver or two. I've I seen Drake think, London. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that you could. I don't think you can possibly argue for a wide receiver that high. Have you seen anybody other than London? I've only seen London. I thought I saw I've, one that had Garrett Wilson. I mean, that would just I've be. Seen, <laughs> I've seen a lot with wide receiver at 32. That I've that seen. That makes more sense to me. It also makes more sense to draft him at 34. Yeah, because no, you can have somebody like Sky Moore there and. I'm very high on Sky Moore. Are you? I am. You haven't fallen out of the first round? Uh, I'm not sure. Because right now his ADP, uh, based on mock drafts filed into Pro Football Focus, I think is around 31. I do have him falling out of the first round. Yeah. So do I. So you look at the odds on the second overall pick for Detroit. Aiden Hutcherson, minus uh, minus 200. Uh, Then you have Thibodeau at plus 250. Trayvon Walker at plus 600. Jermaine Johnson, plus 1600. Malik Willis, plus 2000. I think they're going to be interested in a quarterback, but later in the draft, yeah. I don't think you can warrant taking one here. Especially with that Goff deal, you can't have another top five quarterback yeah. on that uh, payroll. Then you got Stingley, Sauce Gardner, Iguanu, Evan Neal, Kyle Hamilton, Charles Cross, Kenny Pickett, all coming in at plus 5,000 or worse. Uh, number three, the Houston Texans, a team that's really 
really looking for anything and everything. They literally could go anywhere with this pick. I, that's why I, I was going to say. I think they go best player available here. I have them taking Kayvon Thibodeau. I think on my big board, when you look at it, I ranked the top three edge rushers as my one, two, and three on my big board. And I just followed up three edge rushers in the first three picks. Take Thibodeau based on pure talent, athleticism, and potential. Yeah, I think they go cornerback here. I think they're really between Ahmad Gardner and, and uh, Stingley. Derek Stingley. Yeah, And odds movement has said Stingley's the guy. I've seen mock drafts that show Stingley's the guy. That's out of no. He's, he's rocketed up he's boards over d- the last yeah, couple he's weeks. way up the boards now because I remember seeing Minnesota in on him in the mid in the mid first round, and now here we are talking about him potentially top three. Uh, he's the odds-on favorite on FanDuel plus two fifty. So this is really where the questions start to arise about who's going to go. Stingley's plus two fifty, Ahmad Gardner plus four fifty, Trayvon Walker plus five hundred, Akanwu plus five hundred, Evan Neal plus six hundred, Kayvon Thibodeau plus eight hundred. As a Thibodeau guy, that's there's a, value there. That's in that a nice bet. value right there. I'm gonna. I got sprinkle that. I got Stingley. I got Stingley going three. You're reading I, into the. I really am. I mean, we talk so much about the teams around it. We haven't, as a media this year, talked about Houston that much. They have two picks in the top 13. Yeah. I think they go Stingley here, and I think they try to find a lineman at 13. They cash in on I think one of the linemen slipped back there. I do. That's actually what I have happening. I've heard um, wide receiver have, at 13. I have receiver at 13. And they could... They're truly a team that needs every position. The only thing you know they're not going to do is go quarterback with the commitment to Davis Mills that they've made. Which I don't understand. And I, with I the quarterback it. class being so strong next exactly. year. That's why I think they don't go quarterback. I don't think they're – I think they're just trying to boost confidence. Maybe you've got something in Davis Mills. I think it's just it, all – It doesn't the quarterback. hurt it doesn't, testing doesn't, the year. Exactly. Because, I mean, you look at a lot of those te- a lot of these teams this year that need a quarterback. I mean, you – Where are they going ha- to hang around next year? Are they going to be in a position – because one through three next year could easily be quarterback. You don't know. So as a Giants fan, you know you're going to be picking probably exactly. top 15 Unless next year. Daniel Jones turns into and Josh unless, Allen, which every Brian Dable lover, lover wants. If miraculously <laughs> that happens, then you tip your cap. You say, Dude, if miraculously I'll, I'll say, that happens. I'm sorry, Daniel Jones, I was wrong about you. If miraculously <laughs> that happens, I'm going to get on my hands and knees and thank um, Dave Gettleman at his doorstep. But I know we're talking about this year's draft, but Giants fan, do you have your eyes on any quarterback for next year? You have a guy you're watching closely when the season starts up in August? or I mean, the problem is... I. Spencer Rattler. No, I'm kidding. No, that's okay. <laughs> Spencer Rattler was a guy a lot of people were looking at going into this year. Yeah. You don't know who's the, the rise first, and the like first that. overall pick in August. Is Caleb Williams a? Uh... He's tra- he transferred to USC, I think. Yeah. I follow Lincoln yeah, Riley out there. Yeah. I like the kid from Ohio State. I think the kid Stroud is. Yeah. CJ Stroud. Yeah, I. I want to see him play next year. I don't want to go two years in advance on no, it. No, I, I agree. But. There's there's also a um there's also a, a bias for me against Ohio State quarterbacks because I've really not seen any thrive. Yeah, I, that's the problem. Them. That's true. I, it, dude, it's just. I mean, I remember when Sam Howell was the guy coming into this year. Corral could have been a guy coming into this year, and then no face. What the Dolphins are building. Down with uh, wasn't Tua Ohio State? No, he's Alabama. Nah, he's Alabama. Oh, who was Alabama. Ohio State that year? Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. Ohio State. Oh fuck, that's right. Yeah. R.I.P. Who I wanted oh, yeah, that yeah, draft? That's ugh. That's who I wanted the Giants to pick. That, yeah. Granted, I got Daniel Jones. Right. <laughs> uh, Eric, who do you have Houston taking at three? Because this is, I mean, this is where like the the real the fun starts. begins. Yep. So much like Jack, I have the best player available going to Houston. However, my best player on the board is not Kayvon Thibodeau. 
at this point, it's Evan Neal. He's a freak. Man's so a freak. I have him. I have him going to Houston. And you guys were talking receiver at thirteen. I'm in that boat, but we'll get to that receiver when we cross it. Evan Neal's a freak. Yeah, I, I agree. Evan Neal's a freak. You know my stance on on my offensive line, as we were talking about before, but. Evan Neal is you can never have you can't go you can wrong. Never too many, yeah you can never have too many offensive linemen exactly and you it rarely ever doesn't work out with a 350 pound lineman who moves like he does and is in shape like he is now there's been concerns lately physicals potentially failing for teams I don't buy into that at all that, that I mean all. that is your typical no. draft week smoke yeah, screen exactly yeah. I talked myself I mean, into I this mean, earlier that no quarterback could take it um, to the top unless, 10 I it was all smoke screens. unless unless there's a Laramie Tunstall situation he's not gonna slide. I don't think I don't think he Although, gets. Although I mean him on Houston on the other end of Larry Tonsil. It's that's a that's, solid. That's that's bookends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. No doubt about it. All right, Jack. <laughs> four. So, four with my New York Jets. I tried to stay a little. I was telling Tony I tried to pick with my head here and not my heart. Um, my heart was telling me that I wanted to Thibodeau to slide there to take him at four. Uh, I, th- I even toyed with the possibility of taking an offensive lineman here, Neil or Aquanu. But I think where do you stand on that? Would, I would you be okay with I an offensive lineman? I wouldn't hate it. I, you, I, in my opinion, the only thing that's wary about it is three offensive linemen in three years, yeah. all on first round picks, is tough when you have so many other needs on the team, especially last year when your defense was historically bad. There's so, been some weird rumors going around now about Mackay Becton too. There's been I some mean, be- rumors how he might be at uh, some executives believe he's never going to wear a Jets jersey again, that they're going to trade him, that they're going to take an offensive tackle at four, either Neal or Kwan I'm not buying into that. I think Becton's on the roster week one. Um, I don't think you give up on a guy after one year. And not when you invested hurt. that high of a draft pick. You invest a top 15 pick, and then you got to let him at least prove it this year that he's in shape, that he's ready to play, and that um, he's the guy you think you drafted. But going to this year four, uh, like I mentioned before, the defense historically bad, um, especially in the secondary. I have him taken Sauce Gardner, cornerback Cincy. Um, when I look at his tape, when I watch his tape, he reminds me of a more athletic, not that he can be much more athletic than this person, I'm going to say, uh, Richard Sherman, just the length-wise and his arms uh, and the stride and his makeup speed is what I thought was incredible. Um he also had an amazing combine, which I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't really look into combine really that much. No, it's such a controlled environment. I mean, you're not. Set I'll, up to I'll look now. into it with quarterbacks making throws, like I, like I did with Wilson last year, and he didn't. I didn't see him make any of those throws yeah. in a game. But with with Gardner, his tape speaks for speaks for itself. Um, I think he's a true shutdown guy. Even uh, reminds me of Antonio Cromartie at times. Yeah, well, you had Thibodeau off the board. I have Thibodeau. Off if the Thibodeau board. was on the board, you think that's the Jets pick? If Thibodeau was on the board, I think that they go edge. Yeah, sitting at plus two fifty right now to go four to the Jets. That's who I have. I have Thibodeau going four. Um, I danced between Thibodeau and Jermaine Johnson. I really did. I bought into that Jermaine Johnson stuff yesterday, but I really think Thibodeau's the guy. I hope so. Unless unless somebody in the front office doesn't like him, that's the guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope it's Thibodeau. Um, that's what I've wanted since they've been sl- uh, slated at four since the order came out. Um, we'll see uh, Thursday night. Ahmad Gardner, plus 350. He's tied with Jermaine Johnson, also plus 350. Then you got uh, Iquanu at plus 500, Trayvon Walker plus 800, Evan Neal plus 1,200. I'm fine with either Thibodeau or Gardner. That's who I want at four. If they get uh, Johnson, I'm not going to be upset, but... I'd rather Thibodeau if Thibodeau's on the board over Johnson, in my opinion. Eric, uh, what do you think here for the Jets at four? Yeah, same. I think it's sauce. And I still have Thibodeau on my board. Um, 
cornerback was the big need here. Um, I was looking at the Jets secondary. I was seeing names like LaMarcus Joyner out there. I was seeing Bryce Hall as CB1, Bless Austin, names like that. And there needs to be somebody in that secondary, a name, whether it is a, corner, a, pillar, or, a pillar on defense. Yeah, or even, and this is a name that could be thrown out there, a 10 Kyle Hamilton. Um, but I think Sauce is the best secondary player on the board. We've been down that uh, top safety 10 safety road, road before. <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, we got the picks from it, but didn't end too well. All right, here we go, man. Five, New York Giants. Uh, FanDuel has Charles Cross as the favorite now out of Mississippi State. I think that's where he's from. Plus 175, then Sauce at plus 350. Iquanu at plus 400, then Neal at plus 600. Thibodeau at plus 750, and Trayvon Walker at plus 1100. Uh, I have Evan Neal going here. I do think the Giants are in love with Evan Neal. From everything I've heard, they like Iguanu. They like uh, Charles Cross. They love Evan Neal. And, you know, it's not 100% dead set that Carolina could go with a quarterback. They could go offensive line. Their offensive line was terrible last year. So I think you take who you got tops for offensive line. I really think that's Evan Neal. But I could see Thibodeau. I danced with Thibodeau if he was available. I didn't have him available when I first did the draft. I still had the Giants passing on him at five and seven. Um, and for the Charles Cross stuff, it kind of seems like a smokescreen in a way. I mean, we're interested in what many consider to be the third best lineman in this draft. That's our guy. Well, maybe be a little less inclined to move up ahead of us and take the one or two best. So I have Neil going here. And uh, listen, there's mad value there at what, plus... 1100 uh, no at uh plus 600 still crazy still value. value i mean i don't i don't with that being said i don't mind charles cross yeah. he's very good in the passing so, game running game leaves a lot to be desired though in my in my opinion the giants have so many options at five the way my draft is shaken up the top four picks the three edge rushers i have gone and um i have gardner going forward but say you slide one of the one of the two one of the three tackles into one of those spots. So say Houston takes uh, Neil at three and keeps Thibodeau on the board, and the Jets still go Sauce. Do you think if you're the Giants, because they have five and seven, you think that you take Thibodeau at five, and then you're guaranteed one of the other two? If you like all three of them the same, if you like Cross, yeah, you like I think then, you, yeah. and you like Neil. I think that at five Thibodeau is the pick. If that's the way they're top. Four shakes up with the way I have my top four shaking up it's not the case so I have them agreeing with you taking Evan Neal I think that's who they who they covet and I think that's who they're going to end up getting but um it's I'm going to be intrigued to see if one of those linemen go in the top four how the Giants play their two picks and two two picks and three selections I don't think trading out of this pick is an option as much as people I think say they're going to keep five I think if they're going to trade out of the pick it's going to be seven yeah for the Giants' needs, this draft fits perfectly yep. to where they are. Yep. And with what you said, if Thibodeau's there at five, I'm a believer if Thibodeau's there at five, I think he's going to be there. I'm pretty sure he's going to be there at seven. Because you don't think Carolina's taking No. Him. Now, that would be a situation where if you don't hold the two linemen equal, there is still some fear Carolina could take a lineman. Yeah. If they do but feel if like two on the board still, because they they've said they're not making a Baker Mayfield trade prior to day one, could be a day two move. We don't know, so there's not a guarantee that the lineman you're gonna love is there. So I think that that's the situation you take Thibodeau at at a seven and take your lineman at five. Eric, what do you think the Giants are doing here at five? 
So Neil's gone on my board. Yeah. I am going three, but this is where I have a Quanu. Yeah. Uh, which again, again, yeah. Like you, you can't lose. It's here. not a miss. If no. you, like they're, um, they're pretty close one too. Your miss is drafting a receiver or your miss is drafting a position that you don't really need. I've heard some, um, you know, guys say that they should take a receiver at not five, but seven. And I've heard that I know too. the passing game was terrible last year, but I think a lot of those problems you can trace back to the poor offensive line. I'm also, I'm also not buying that noise. No, neither am I. Um, you look at like I said, roster construction as a whole. Oh, it's not great. When you well, when you look at it and you go through the roster, the depth chart, the receiver is nowhere near the top of the list that pops no. pops up the page. No, like wow, they need a receiver. No, the, like the you just you is, just invested a first round pick in it last year. You invested seventy two million dollars in Kenny Galladay. It's and not this the time. And you got this Shepard important back. for. Yeah. And this is important for everything. Don't don't believe every bit of draft news you see on Twitter. And there's so much. Every year we, every I, year I we indulge in it so much. I know it's I fun to play fantasy. We, like it's that. like it's like a drug every, to me. I yeah. have to yeah. Every every year we say this on the podcast, but don't if if somebody's going out and saying oh you know Jermaine Johnson's going up no he's not he's probably like, not he's probably not he's not. <laughs> well, how would you feel if they took Johnson over Thibodeau? I don't. I haven't seen much tape on him. The only thing that's making me think that it couldn't, it may not be a smokescreen is they coached him at the Senior Bowl and they were raving yeah. about him at the Senior Bowl. So that's the only thing that's like Doug, when Douglas has his a eyes guy, on a guy, he's got his he's eyes getting on. his guy. Yeah. And if it, that's his guy, they're getting that guy. But I think that you could take him at ten. I don't have him getting past eight. I think. I think it depends I have him how it depends nine. what Carolina does. I mean. <laughs> I have a mock nine. So much of it is depending on what other teams do if you want to wait for a player. This year, this year more than ever, because usually you have teams slated in like they're going to take a quarterback, they're going to take a quarterback, and it's not like that this year. Yeah. Uh, so, Eric, who'd you have the Giants taking at five? Iquanu? Uh, Ikem Iquanu. Yeah. All right, well, let's, let's have some fun here at six, because a spot where many people believe your first quarterback off the board will go. Now, we've had some heavy movement in the betting lines. Two days ago, Malik Willis was the favorite. It is now Kenny Pickett, and Malik Willis is behind Charles Cross and Jamison Williams. Hmm. What happened? It, maybe there's some... Maybe it's either Pickett or Baker. Maybe there's some movement on that front, because why would you take Cross or Williams if you're not going to be at, See, I don't done buy, at the quarterback position? I don't position? buy into the Baker stuff, because I don't think they're going to have two fifth-year option first-round quarterbacks <laughs> they on can't. their roster. They no, can't. And, they can't and, do and it. destroy them. And you don't want to upset Robbie Anderson, do you? <laughs> Who really doesn't want Baker Mayfield there has but expressed he, that. But he really wanted Sam Darnold. Yeah. So. But, I mean, we say you can't do it, but this is a team that cannot put a roster together for love or money. Nope. Matt Rule is this a dead is, man walking. Oh, definitely. I'm surprised he's is, the head coach yeah. coming into this year. Mm-hmm. How many years did Matt Rule get on that contract? I think it was six. Yeah, I think so, Was too. it a six-year deal? And I thank God. I thank they, God they, that Carolina did because the Giants were in on him. The heavy. Jets were he, The Jets were – were pen to paper almost, but they wouldn't. Dude, you gotta thank God for the Carolina they, Panthers. They wouldn't. Sometimes. They wouldn't let him pick his own staff because yeah. they, had, they had already hired Doctor Heat, Greg Williams. Yeah. So that was the turn. Cover point. zero, Mister Cover Zero. They himself. were like, "We want Greg Williams here," and he's like, "I don't want him." They're like, "All right, well, you're beat. Yeah. See you later." Thank God. <laughs> really worked out. <laughs> thank God, Mike McCagden. Um, I have them taking the original. Uh, I have Malik Willis. Willis. I have Malik Willis. I know Willis Eric's here. Kenny Pickett. I have been big on Kenny Pickett to Carolina the past couple weeks. Um, no, hand size doesn't matter. I was going to say, Eric, do you concerned a little bit the hand size? 
Small. No, small. No. <laughs> yeah. Granted, it's he's going to fumble a lot regardless with that offensive line. Like Daniel Jones. Yeah. The, hey, but the, that's the, not because of his hand size. That's because he's a bumbling fool. The thing is, you need a signal caller, right? Like, this has to be. No faith in Sam because, Darnold? Well, apparently, General Manager Scott Fitterer talked to Sam Darnold today and said, hey, you know, if we draft a quarterback, just to let you know, you know, by the way, that's, you know, a good thing telling your GM or your GM telling your star quarterback, star, star. Uh, quarterback. <laughs> yeah, star. I, I did I did air quotes here. You can't see me. Mr. But, Ghostbuster himself. Um, yeah, you know telling your quarterback that maybe green bay can learn a lesson or two but yeah um yeah I'm, i've been big on kenny pickett to to um to carolina for a while i think this is if you you, you want to talk smokescreen i think you know all the willis hype is is a smokescreen i have Pickett going as high as six i was debating on which signal caller because i think one of these signal callers is going to go a little bit higher uh, than expected i have it just pick it as six if pickett goes six i think willis goes eight or nine but I don't think Pickett goes six. Yeah, I mean, it's such a it's tough. Such a crap it's... Shoot. Um. So you're Pickett. No, no, you're, I'm Willis. you're Willis. I'm Willis. He's Pickett. Eric, you're buying into the Matt Rule Temple Kenny Pickett connection at all? Um. Yeah. See, not really. I'm more of the the idea that Pickett might fit better into the system. And the reason I wrote down in, in my article about why not Willis is because I don't think Carolina wants to get burned again by another mobile quarterback. Um, they know it hasn't worked before. I don't think they'd go back to that well. Specifically, Matt Rule and, would and go back to that well That again. being said, Pickett is – he moves. Not, he can move, he's but he's not, not mobile. He yeah. can move, but he's, he's, he's not like the Malik Willis type. Yeah. For those that are listening and think that I think that Kenny Pickett went to Temple, I know he went to Pittsburgh. Um, but when Matt, um, when Matt Rule was at now, Temple – Now, he, Jack, yeah. me and you both – me and you both do a mock every year. Um, I don't know if this is it for you, but was this the toughest year to do your mock? Oh, without a doubt. Without I've been doing it yeah, since right? 2015, uh, 2016. Every year I do a mock. and I've been doing is, it since 2016 too. This and is the hardest been... year I've ever had. Usually it's just yeah. I just got to get to the quarterbacks. I got to yeah. pick and get to the quarterback. You got to figure out where, where they go year. and then all the other dominoes fall. Now, but this year now it's not Jack, like I know this is this going to be a little – you know, preview for later, but was the New Orleans, Philadelphia area the toughest part for you too? Um, yeah, I guess a little bit, just because I don't, I, I don't, can't get a feel or a read on where any of them are going. I was even texting some of my friends from school who are Eagles fans, just trying to because they're more up to date on their draft news than I am. Trying to just get like, do you have any idea? Do you have any like, incline on anything? And they're like, bro, I can't, I couldn't tell you anything. I have no idea. I've heard so, everything from quarterback to wide receiver for Philly. Quarterback to wide I've receiver, heard to defensive line, to everything secondary. for Philly. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to to Philly in a, later, but they're one where I I just can't. You said I just can't get a reform either. Yep. Uh, number seven, New York again. This is where I have Sauce Gardner going. Um, you know, my original mock Thibodeau was there, and they passed on him for Gardner because you look at the new system coming in with Martindale. It's so blitz heavy. You need that man-to-man cornerback. And that's where Gardner, I think, will thrive on the defense. Now at 7, Gardner is the favorite at plus 300. Then you got Stingley at plus 350. And then it dips down to the linemen and Thibodeau and Johnson. But I think think Ahmad Gardner is the pick at 7. I have Sauce Gardner off my board going forward to the Jets. So I do stay the same cornerback route. I go Stingley here. Yeah, and Um, I wouldn't mind that either. 
No, I think e- either one you get, I think they're both going to be above average cornerbacks in the league. It's just a matter of who's there when you pick at four or five, seven, whatever it may be. Um, if this was last year's draft and Stingley had come out before he sat out all this year, I think he's the pick at four. I think yeah. that by him not playing last year, slid him down some boards. I don't, I don't look into it like that. Um, this kid has been a perennial first-round draft pick since he came out of high school. So I think the Giants get a, a solid cornerback for the next five, ten years here in Stingley. So, Eric, what do you have happening at seven? This is Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, this, to me, is Could easily happen, all, too. I, yeah, this screams Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, absolutely superstar. You know, I wrote and I called him the draft's wild card. Because that's really what he is. This draft revolves around where he goes. It doesn't revolve around one or two. It all revolves around Thibodeau. And the Giants have two picks that they can use to just jumpstart this rebuild really quickly. Yeah, I mean, I I thought Edge Rusher, I would love somebody on the other side of Aziz Ojolari. And I thought Edge Rusher, and I was thinking, man, it's Thibodeau, it's Thibodeau, it's Jermaine Johnson even at seven. But then I'm thinking... So much faith is going to be put on the secondary. And Bradbury's basically got both feet out the door at this point. He's not a man coverage cornerback anyway. Bring somebody in who is. Bring somebody you can mold. And that really seems like Gardner to me at seven. All right, eight, Atlanta. Uh, this is originally where I had Thibodeau. I got Jermaine Johnson now. If, uh, if Willis falls, I think they could take Willis, but he's not falling on my board. Yeah, I agree with the uh, the Willis thing. I think that. If Willis falls and he gets past six and they take Pickett at six, I think Willis is a pick here at eight. Um, since I have Willis off my board, I think they go need that every team needs. I have them taking Iki Iquanu off the tackle. Yeah, I, their offensive line is not great either. Yeah, I don't. I think I don't think this year is the year they look at quarterback. I think next year is the year. Yeah, they're they, riding Mariota right now. They're riding, which is fine. You take the stopgap quarterback for a year. You draft it a guy next year. Now it would have been it would have been different in my opinion the way they look at this season if Brady didn't come back in Tampa. Because I agree, it's a more of a wide open division yep. for them. But now that he's back, you might as well. Also, you let Icky get a year under his belt, get adjusted to the NFL speed before you bring in that franchise quarterback. So then he, you're not throwing in. A random, not a random, yeah. a franchise quarterback with not as great protection. No help. Without a, without a cornerstone on the on the end of your line. The odds say wide receiver, Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, plus just, 500, plus 600. I was just going to get to that. I was just going to get to that. But, I mean, you look at the odds, you got nobody really that's an overwhelming Clear-cut. favorite. And then you got Malik Willis at plus 600. I don't think he's going to be there. Kyle uh, Hamilton plus 800. Drake London plus 900. Jermaine Johnson plus 900. That's where I think he's going to end up. Eric, what do you got happening for Atlanta here? So, right now, the number one receiver in Atlanta is Olamide Zacchaeus. Yeah. 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 So, this, you can argue tackle, guard, Kyle Hamilton, Willis, because Willis is still on my board at this point. You need a receiver more than anything else in Atlanta. So, this is where I have Garrett Wilson. A lot of mocks have been leaning towards Wilson, and I agree. Their offense um, this year between Mariota and Cordero Patterson, you're going to see a funky offense. You're going to see a real though, funky offense down there. Kind of excited to see it. I, oh, it's going to fail. I, it's going to be fun I, to watch. <laughs> I'm. I will say this though. I'm going to love drafting Kyle Pitts in fantasy. He's going to get so many targets. He's going to get a ton of targets. Are you shaking your head? Not a big Kyle Pitts guy. I'm not a big tight end guy in fantasy. I stream he's, him every week. So, he's not a tight end. You, you stream him every week. Tight ends, yeah. Yeah. 
It depends. If, so, if, if I have one of them fall to me, like a Kittle or a Waller or something yeah, like if that. Yeah, they're there in like the if fourth, not, fifth yeah, round. I'll, I'll, I'll ride usually the two like tight end system the whole year, like a Noah Fant and somebody else. Yeah, like last year I, so, I had uh, – who did I ride with last year? I uh, had um, Tunyon who got hurt. Yeah. And then I had um, Hunter Henry who was decent. Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah, I, I, I've, first of all, A, I feel so bad for you because I was not sold on Tunyon. I was like, I'm not going to draft him. But right now, the Falcons' depth chart at wide receiver, Olamide Zacchaeus, Demir Berg, Kaderil Hodge. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I think they'll be in the market more second round for one. Uh, yeah, Dotson, so. if he's there, I think could be a very interesting or, pick for them. Or you overpay the hell out of Jarvis Landry. <laughs> Which could also be an I option, he was still I guess. Out, yeah, I, or, he really or, wants to stay in the South. Bring Julio back. Or... You could always you could always try to get that reunion with Julio. Yeah, I don't think I think he's got to be a Colt. Julio? Yeah, I think he has to be. Uh, anywhere but I New think England's him and Matt Ryan have to try and make it work. Anywhere but New England's fine with me. Of course, you don't want to see him there. No, I don't want to see that anybody. That means Julio no. Jones will be a few, he'll be a future Buffalo Bill. Uh, He'd be a nice number anymore. two there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. what's next? Nine Seattle. I mean. Kind of a pick in my eyes that kind of hinges on what Atlanta does. Both te- two teams, I think, are in very similar spots in regards to need. This is where I have uh, Iquano going. Bit of a slide. You wouldn't think top nine, but I mean, for years it has been. Please get them on offensive yeah. line. Granted, Russell Wilson not there anymore. Um, and that would be just so perfect. They get rid of Russell Wilson and they finally start playing yeah. the offensive line. And then that's when they'll bring in the quarterback next season or the year after. Yep. I, I don't think Drew Locke is the answer there. Gino, um, yeah, he could. That's yeah, that's that's a good five win season. But now, uh, we, we flip flopped here. I have Jermaine Johnson going here. No, okay, out of eight, right? Yeah, yeah. So and I, I could I could nine. move those two. I had moved those two, and I just kept going back and forth. Yeah, so but. I just feel like the, the the solid and the good Seattle teams I've seen over the years have had great defenses. Which, yeah. and in my opinion, a great defense starts on the defensive line. And you can never like San Francisco, the Super Bowl run they made in twenty twenty was it or twenty nineteen? Um, that defensive line was unbelievable. It's the reason why their defense was so good. They kept them in so many games. Get after the quarterback. Real quick here, I just want to interject. This Yankees game has exploded. There's been eleven runs in the last two innings. It's twelve eight. Oh yeah, I just see this. Rizzo <laughs> That's crazy. Um, Rizzo hit a bit of football. That's crazy. L- little little bit of football stuff. Melvin Gordon back to Denver. Oh, damn it. Oh, you want him? I have Javante Williams in my dynasty league. Oh yeah, so I got Michael Carter. Oof, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm sorry for you, my Javante Williams fans. Owner. What yeah, What do you have right. Seattle doing here, Eric? Um, I have offensive linemen too, but the thing is this: Seattle. I was debating between a couple names. I was debating between even Trent McDuffie at as high as nine because he's from Washington. Um, but I settled on Trevor Penning. And I know this might be a little bit of a reach, but I think we can all agree. Seattle's going to suck next year. Right? There Seattle, is time to develop a bottom. guy if you want to take him now. I agree. That's yeah. definitely, like, should go into the thought process. Yeah. Now, but Eric, the thing do st- is, do you still have Charles Cross on your board? I do still have Charles wow. Cross on my board. I have Penning over Cross. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, But the thing is this with, with Seattle. Uh, you can ride Drew Locke for a year, and if need be, go – three and 14 with a chance at getting one of the better quarterbacks in next year's class. I was telling Tony this off the air a couple of weeks ago, but this is the first time in our lifetimes. We're going to see Seattle just completely bottom out. I remember when Seattle was bad. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, but they're, just, they weren't bottomed they're, out. Just from my family were, being this, an NFC West They're going fan, to like, bottom yeah, out. I've seen yeah, them of be course, bad. yeah. But I've also seen Seattle torment my, my father and my brother for of course. a decade. Yeah, it's Charles good. Cross is the favorite here, plus 400. Is he? Yeah. So, yeah, I have I have penning over Cross, but I could see Cross. Trish, do you think that Seattle should perhaps reach on a quarterback this year? No, absolutely not. You don't think it's an immediate fix from Russell Wilson? Give you, it a year? Give it a year of being bad? You shouldn't, yeah. You absolutely should just be bad for a year. I think Drew Locke is a great quarterback to get you a number one pick. <laughs> I that think, could be, yeah. I think that's really him what him and, him a combination of him and Geno Smith could be deadly. That would be deadly. great. So, now, I mean, now, I, I will say this. Um, if This could be the other Baker spot. It could, be. That that it could be. That too. It could be. That a lot. I mean, um, listen, I've also, Seattle, otherwise, without, like, missing a quarterback, obviously. But offensive, that's a, offensive line, defense is a little bit of an issue. Offensive line, yes. But other than that, I mean, it's not crazy. They were I, still a good team with Russ. I also so. don't think you'd have to give up this pick to get Baker at all. Not no, even close. No, no, no. And that, no. would if you got Baker, would you go more offensive line or would you go more defense? Uh, Protect Baker, shore up the back end. Which one is it? <sighs> all right. So, I think I think it's shore up the back end because I, was just I about don't to say, think you're sold I think on it's Baker. defense. I'm not even saying that it's because I'm not sold on Baker. I'm gonna say that because we've seen him already behind a shitty line seen and, behind a good and line succeed. Seen behind a good line too, and he struggled a bit. Yeah, but when he's not line. very good. When he, when he first got good. in, he's not very good at all. He's not great. He's not great. He's always injured. But listen, one, to be fair, he's on a very shitty team. He was like that team. A lot of people forget, and I don't know why they forget this. That team was like one in what was it, thirty-two over the past two seasons. Oh, one, Cleveland, one yeah. in, uh, before Baker got there. Before Baker got there, during Baker's, yeah. first I believe they had like one win in two years. Yeah, yeah and then Baker got there, and Jets. Uh, did he take him to the playoffs his first season? Or was that nah, his second, second, second season? That was okay, his, third season. his first year they finished like seven, eight, and one or something like that. Okay, that like, is a vast improvement over one win over two years, but and that is one quarterback. When, doing you, that. when you're the number one overall pick, you need to do more. You need to do more than that. You, you can't. That. You can't yeah. expect everybody to be but a miracle worker. They got him. Not they got everybody him. is Joe Burrow. But they, they drafted got, him over Josh Allen. They did. Yeah, I don't think Josh Allen would have been much better in Cleveland. You think it's you, the, you think really so. think it's the city and the way they built the team? I think I think that's part of it. I think that is definitely part. I of it. I think they were banking way we're too also, much on the Odell Beckham connection. Ta- there, there was just nothing there. That too. I just think we're that also talking like Hugh Jackson had nothing to do with it. That's true. Hugh he Jackson definitely didn't help. he definitely did. But also, I mean, you and look then at the whole Freddie. Kit- wasn't Freddie Kitchens head coach? Freddie yeah. Kitchens. Yeah, was that was head coach. He's not Greg Williams. Greg Williams was at one point head this, coach. The whole team has been mismanaged. Wasn't Baker Mayfield very good with Freddie Kitchens, though? Yeah. On an interim no, basis. We missed the playoffs. And then On an coach, interim basis. And a head coach Not as terrible. the full-time got head it, coach, yeah. I thought I remembered something now. Whereas the offensive Greg coordinator Williams liked him. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, liked Greg. him when Williams was the head coach, or interim head coach, yeah. and Freddie Kitchens was the offensive coordinator. But you got to remember when Hugh Jackson was there, he did have some say in the offense. It wasn't fully Freddie Kitchens. They got moved it, to fully it. Freddie Kitchens. Makes sense. 10, back on the Jets, and I think this is the clear and obvious wide receiver pick, correct? Yeah, I mean, I've flip-flopped between Unless two Unless somebody here. insane falls. Yeah, if somebody insane falls where if Aquanu gets here or uh, somehow Thibodeau slips, but I don't think he's going to. Uh, if if uh, Jermaine Johnson gets there, I think they'll take him. But I've been between two all, yeah. all mock season. I've been between Garrett Wilson and Jamison Williams. Um, I have Garrett Wilson penciled in now, um, but I can honestly see them going Williams. 
I, I think, without a doubt, it's receiver here. I don't think there's yeah, any no, other. N- yeah, if the way the, the board shakes up and there's not anybody that drastically slips, I think it's without a doubt receiver. You've seen it all offseason. They've been trying to get that number one go-to receiver. They took a stab at Tyreek Hill. It, they hit with it. They, they yeah. And it was just a choice yeah. of where he wanted to play. Uh, Kansas City accepted the offer. Um, they're they're in on the Metcalf. They're in on AJ Brown. They're in on Debo. I don't think anything transpires. I don't think Metcalf I don't think anything, moving. I don't think Metcalf moves. I don't think Brown moves. There's a slim chance that Debo moves. And I do think that if Debo moves, and not even being, I think that it, if he gets moved, it's to the Jets. They yeah. have the most to offer. Um, you get to trade him outside of a, of your conference. You don't have to play him on the yeah, off chance and, once and a year. Like the Debo thing, it was if he's going to get traded, it's going to be outside the conference, as you just said. And he's going to go to. But from what I've heard, I, they want the world. I haven't looked at much into the details because I just it's so far fetched for me. I, I've heard the Jets happen. haven't offered ten, but they've no. offered. They've probably offered thirty five and thirty eight. And then there's one more. They, they have, have one 60, in the sixties, sixty nine. Yeah, think, or something like that. Which is uh the two two high seconds and a third. Which if you grade it by what what whose whose draft value chart yeah, is I it? Saw like that values more than if, the ten, but exactly. But no, <laughs> it I does, mean, but it doesn't. You know what? It when is. I look at it though, if you're if you're able to get an offer where you can get Debo for the tenth pick, I take it. In my opinion, I take it because when you look at it, um, you can find an immediate filler wide receiver. Hey, wise. when you look at it trade value wise, this is all. Assets from the Jamal Adams trade. Would there be any concern if you did trade for Debo Samuel? Now he's been outspoken that he doesn't want to play that hybrid role where yeah. you can argue he was the most effective. Yeah, I, there's definitely a concern because I think the way that he's most effective. He's a good wide receiver, year, like yeah, straight wide receiver. But he's not. He's not a top ten trade pick away for yeah. for a receiver. But um, I think there is concern. But I think it's something that, that you need to do if you're the Jets. You need to go out and get that number one guy. You need to go out there and get a difference maker on the offensive side. But what I was saying is, all this is this pick is an asset from Jamal Adams' trade. So this isn't even this is just extra capital the yeah. Jets have. So this is house look, money. When you look at it, and you look at the trade for Jamal Adams two years ago, whenever it was, you gave up Adams, you got back the two first round picks. You turned one of the first round picks last year to Elijah Vera Tucker, who's an all rookie guard. Yes. I think he's going to be a, a solid guard for the next decade. That's one hit. So. Right now, you could pick one of these receivers, bank on them becoming a Debo Samuel-like player, or you can trade the pick and get Debo Samuel. So then your trade value ends up being Jamal Adams for Vera Tucker and Debo Samuel, which I think that you would take 10 times out of 10. With there's so many wide receivers available potentially at 10, do you think there'd be any discussion to perhaps trade back for a team so. that wants to trade up maybe for a Kenny Pickett or something? I thought about that. I'm, I'm never against trading back. I always love trading back and collecting a draft capital, but there comes a point in time where you need to stop trading and you need to start picks, and you need to start hitting on those yeah. on those marquee picks, which I think this is the year the Jets need to hit on those picks. Jameson Wilson, uh, Jameson Williams is the betting favorite. I think if it wasn't for the ACL, I think he'd be going here. I think he'd be gone. Yeah, I don't think he'd be. If here he was now. here, no ACL. I think he'd be going here. He'd be gone, Eric. Yeah. What wide receiver do you have the Jets taking? Um, yeah, this is either a wide receiver, or D.S. Samuel. It's one of the two, um, no doubt in my mind. Uh, yeah. You guys are right about Williams. If he didn't tear his ACL in the natty, uh, he would be here. He would be in discussion Um, for Detroit. Yes. Yeah. But the thing is with with that is I have the injury causing Williams to fall and fall far. Um, But I have actually the top receiver on my board going the Jets at 10, and that's Drake London. Um, I am a huge fan of this guy. You know, the only – 
risk is the whole separation thing. You know, he hasn't been able to get too much separation, but he can make highlight reel catches on a dime. Love this kid. Would be a great fit for uh, um, head coach Robert Sala's offense. Jamison Williams, you don't have falling out of the first round far, do you? No. Okay. Because we've but, seen but wide I'm, receivers coming to the draft off of injuries. Was it Jalen Waddle last year who no, came in yeah. off the ankle? Yeah, no. he had the, the ankle. He did have the ankle injury. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. But he wasn't. I was. I will tell you this. Yeah. Little, little, little spoiler. I have Williams still being there after twenty. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have him going before that, like a couple picks before that. Um, and you just mentioned Drake London. That's why I have him going eleven to Washington. I have Jamison Williams eleven to Washington. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've the tried. combination of Terry McLaurin and uh, Curtis Samuel is that yeah, who else? Um, that's not cutting it. Who do you have, Eric? Uh, this is where I have Charles Cross. Well, um, I mean, but yeah. Oh, Trish wants to say I something. Mean, what, 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 what? Don't no, you like? I was, just, I was just gonna say. I mean, you have Carson Wentz at quarterback. That's true. Really I mean, do. you got to protect the shit out of him so he doesn't get hurt. That's what you got to do. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> this, really this, gonna this could, this could be your dark horse Malik Wells pick. Um, but that's a, if you I mean, Carson Wentz. Okay, one thing Carson yeah. Wentz needs, one thing Carson Wentz needs to succeed more than weapons that's is protection. Lot. I, yeah. Washington, a lot Cross of these teams that. that need quarterbacks are set up to take a project. Yeah. And that's where the second round comes in. I agree. Who do you have Washington taking? Jameson, Jameson Williams. Williams. I was flip-flopping between Jets, Wilson, Williams, Wilson, Williams. One of the two. I had them back-to-back picks. Uh, next, we got Minnesota at 12. I have them taking Trent McDuffie. Me I think too. corner is a need, and I think he slots in perfectly. Now, if someone like Stingley were to fall that far, he's a Viking. Yeah, I agree. But I think McDuffie is, A, the, be- the highest player on their board at this point. And I think, I, I mean... You never have too many offensive linemen, as you said, but you need a corner. You need I a agree. corner. And I still got Charles Cross on my board, but I got I got him taking McDuffie. Eric, you're a Viking fan. I want to hear what you have to say. Yes, the, the purple and gold nation. Um, yeah, this is where I have Derek Stingley. Uh, he's still on my board here at 12. If, that's a, that's if a he slide. is a Minnesota Viking, <laughs> if, he is, if he is a Minnesota Viking, my day is successful. I can turn the draft off right there and be a happy guy. You know one guy's um, going to slide. You yeah. know it. Yeah, it's just a matter, matter of who um, is it. I think it – I really the, do think it's, it's the other uh, thing is, is this: this Minnesota is the place where you could see best player available too. The roster itself in Minnesota is not a bad roster. It's a bad quarterback. Um, there's there, the issues. The issues are on the defensive side of the ball. Personally, it it is in that secondary. This I, I could see Kyle Hamilton. Um. Mm. If Thibodeau is still if Thibodeau's still there at twelve, a I'd to. be surprised. You and to. B, you have you have to, you have to take. Him. But um, if Thibodeau's there, Stingley's probably not. And in my case, Stingley's here, and they take Justin Jefferson's teammate. Jack, what did the uh, what did the Jets offer Kirk Cousins? Because they were in. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot. I don't remember what the exact was contract was, but they were in. And I remember I was upset that they didn't get him. Still upset? No, not at all. Who do you have the Vikings taking? I have him taking Trent McDuffie as well. Yeah. Um, cornerbacks in need. You get to play Aaron Rodgers twice here. You can get all that. I, all I don't even care if they don't get. have Devontae Adams. He's still going to pick up. He's still going to find another Devontae Adams to throw. To one year, five. One year, five million dollars. Gordon back to Denver. So he took. A, he probably could have got more money on the open market. I think so. Yeah. The only thing that concerns me with McDuffie is uh, size. Five eleven. Yeah. Little size, but he's got great cover skills, so that might translate into yeah. it. But. The, the place I am McDuffie going is just a perfect fit. All right, well, let's go to 13. Houston, back on the board. This is where I have Charles Cross sliding to. I think 
you know, Houston passed on their lineman at three for at, yeah three for me, and you know you pick up one that's clearly top ten talent. Yeah, I think I it's a great move for him. What do you got for Houston doing at thirteen? I have him going receiver at uh, thirteen. I have him taking Chris Olave. Um, okay, he's just productive. When you look at a receiver, you get kind of get lost in the the combine performances and the hype coming up to drafts and the raw potential, the speed and the size. Whatever happened to just putting on the tape and just watching the guy play football? Yeah, I know. I know. This guy at Ohio State. Some guys can just game, play. Flat out just, play. He could just straight up play. This is, I felt the same way about Michael Thomas when he got drafted at Ohio State. Not saying he's going to be the caliber player Thomas was, but this guy could just play. And he he's open all the time. He's going against top-tier talent. He just flat out gets open. I'm taking Olave. I think I think it's a little maybe a little early for him at 13, but you get a playmaker, you get a playmaker, and I think Olave's going to be a playmaker. On the, if that's your best guy on the board, that's your exactly. best guy on the board. Eric, who do, you, who do you have Houston taking here? I also have Chris Olave. Um, I have seen this a reasons. lot. I've seen this a lot around. Yeah, number one, um, if you need, if you truly believe in Davis Mills, you got to give him something besides Brandon Cooks as a pass catcher. Um, number two, I know the Texans re-signed Cooks in the offseason. He is the only receiver that has signed past this year for the Houston Texans. That roster, man. I saw they were still um, looking, floating him out trade-wise, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I, I heard so, that could be an option as well. So and here you take the best receiver on the board. I think it's Olave. Trish, you were a big – you were arguing for Davis Mills last season. Yeah, well – Would you take – if there's a quarterback here – do you take him and run one, two Mills and your quarterback and have him fight out for the starting job? No, I would take an O lineman, and I'm I'm taking an O lineman just because I'm a big believer in trying to get your team as ready as possible before you go out and get your guy a quarterback in the draft. I know it's usually really hard to do, trying to build the team first and then get the quarterback. It seems like the formula nowadays is go out and get, get the, the quarterback, quarterback first and, get and then else. build the team afterwards. You want to do Bill's method. Yeah, I want to I have a nice O-line so that when our quarterback gets here, he's not getting murdered every other play. Um, yeah, and in, in my case, I have a lineman going three and a wide receiver 13. Yeah, so, I mean, that works. That's, still, I, I that's would, still filling the need, you were just saying. Yeah, I would also more like to see if you have a lineman going, either another lineman or a defensive player, because Houston really needs help on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but I, I do – I have no problem with them getting a quarterback. I just do have a problem with them getting a quarterback in the first round. I think if you want to take a quarterback in the second round, I, I do think that – at least one of the guys that are thought of going in the first round are going to slip to the second round. And you're going to be able to find and get someone something yeah. there at least to have and say, okay, well, we have this as a backup. Uh, if things turn sour, you know, maybe next year we have a higher draft pick again. We can go out and get our guy. But at least we have this kid here as a, a backup quarterback. He's cheaper, you know, second-round pick. It's not crazy expensive. And you can kind of think about what you're going to do with oh, no, with Davis Mills. So, Trish, you're a fan of Davis Mills. Uh, I, I'd like to see what he can do next year. I you don't thought he had he, enough potential to yeah, get him another year. Okay. I don't think he was that right. bad. And you want to build around him. And then if it doesn't work out, the next guy steps in, he's got the pieces. Yeah. I mean, listen, if he's bad, he's bad. You guys have a high pick next year. Also, you who cares? It's Houston. They're not, it's not, nothing's pressing. Exactly. Um, 14. Interesting team. Baltimore. 
What do they need? I think you could use a little bit of almost everything except quarterback. Maybe running yeah. back, too. You're probably good. Yeah, I agree. Banking a lot on comeback from injuries, but I'm going offensive line. I'm going penning here. I think that you can't have too many, A. And, you know, with how much just Lamar moves around, you might just need fresh guys to keep rotating in, and it just seems like a good landing spot for him. What do you got, Jack? I agree. I'm going offensive line. Uh, I still have Charles Cross on my board, so that's my pick here. Mm. After parting ways and trading Orlando Brown to KC last year, he just fell right into Somebody, a fill-in. Yep. Um, I actually still I still think that Baltimore is one of the better teams in the AFC, in my opinion. I think they were that just they were hit hard by injuries. They were hit last hard year. by injuries last year. Lamar wasn't as great. I think he bounces back. The league has kind of figured him out a little bit. He's not as dynamic as he as he was as MVP season. They do season. still really need to address the wide receiver. They do. They need they a do. number one. <clears throat> they do need a number one. I mean, Marquise Brown is good. He's number two though. He's not. Yeah, he's, he's not, not a number, number one player. But when you have a tight end like Andrews, it kind of opens up a lot of yeah. Lot it of helps. Stuff it definitely he, helps. Draws that much attention. So I mean, I think. I don't know what the odds are on it. I think Baltimore is the best team in the AFC North. It's not giving me odds. Anything past ten, you want their odds for the division? Yeah, I mean it doesn't it doesn't matter. I'm just saying I don't know if they're they're probably one of the top two teams in that division. Them in Cincinnati, I would assume. Um, oh, Cleveland! I forgot they picked up. Watson. Cleveland's got the best odds <clears> at plus one eighty five. Baltimore at plus two hundred. Bengals at plus two twenty. Okay, and then yeah, Steelers so coming to last plus so, eight fifty. So those those three teams, it's really a crapshoot. I think uh, you can't overlook coaching with them. Harbaugh. Uh, I think he'll be able to coach him up. Cross will be formidable in his first season. I think he slides right in for Brown and does a solid job. I think Harbaugh is running his course there soon. Yeah. If I guess. you can't su- succeed, I think, in the next two to three years with Lamar Jackson, I think it's just time for a new voice. I also think that with the way that that offensive scheme is constructed, it's built solely around Lamar. Yeah. Like no, and There's no, no plan B. There's no, There's plan no B. successful plan <clears throat> B. Exactly. And granted, so, we didn't get to see live it last year. The running game, I mean, the, every running back every there running that back got injured. Hurt. So I think that if Lamar fails, then Harbaugh fails because they're built yeah. it together. Eric, what do you got here for Baltimore? So this is the best player available situation here for Baltimore. Uh, you want somebody that's going to be able to be a playmaker right away, somebody that you can get at really good value because Baltimore really shouldn't be at 14. Uh, they should be no, much they're better than their prep. pick. Um, but Baltimore has always been a team that wins on defense. You know, they are a defensive-oriented front. So you got Deshaun Elliott, Brandon Stevens, and Marcus Williams in the safety group. Let's add Kyle Hamilton to that. Uh, make the that easily the, be- easily the best safety group, arguably, in the NFL. Definitely the AFC. Okay, let's move to Philly now, back into the NFC East. You just mentioned Kyle Hamilton. There's a hole there now for Philly. This is where I have Kyle Hamilton landing at 15. Uh, I know there's talk of a wide receiver because this team is allergic to drafting them for like hitting on them for some reason. It's kind of the opposite Green Bay Packers method. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think Hamilton's the move here. you got to strip the defense. And I've seen mocks with quarterbacks because, you know, Jalen Hurts, there's a bunch no, of question marks really there. Sold on him, yeah. There was, I mean, they were talked. There's rumors they were involved in Deshaun and everything, but I think they stick with Jalen Hurts at least one more season. Give me Kyle Hamilton at 15, Jack. Um, I haven't taken Jordan Davis. Uh, eventual, eventual Fletcher Cox replacement. I don't think Fletcher Cox has that much. Juice left. Uh, in yeah, tank. he's getting up there. He's getting up there. They did the yeah, the cut and the restructure, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So, um, Jordan Davis, freak athlete. First of all, he really four, is four seven eight forty yeah. for his size is unbelievable. Um, I think it's just he fits a Philadelphia scheme. I think he learned from Fletcher Cox. I don't think he produces very much year one, but I think within due time, amazing run stopper, and I think he's a very successful 
uh, rusher of the quarterback from the tackle position. Eric, what do you got here for Philly? Yeah, I have Jermaine Johnson still on my board. Kind of a similar situation there. Um, would be a steal for Philly at 15. Um, and this is kind of what they do. They have two firsts. They actually have a lot of firsts coming up in the next couple drafts. They stockpiled really well. Good job, Howie Roseman. Um, but yeah, Johnson here, eventual Fletcher Cox replacement. Even with them bringing back Barnett, I'm still not sold on that defensive front. Next is New Orleans, and you know this could be a spot for one of these mid-tier quarterbacks. I have them taking quarterback a little later. I think they're very comfortable going into the next season with what they got. Very comfortable. And you go to a quarterback after that. Uh, that offense is going to look different without Sean Payton. I have Jamison Williams landing here. I think him and who knows with Michael Thomas if he's coming back next year. But a 1-2 of him and Thomas is not the worst looking thing in the world for either Jameis Winston or Hill's moving back to tight end. So as of right now, Jameis Winston, although I have him taking a quarterback later, I think Jameson Williams is the pick. Uh, Jack, what do you got? I have him sticking a receiver like you, but I uh, have Williams off my board. Yeah. I also have Olave off my board. I have Wilson off my board. So I have him going Drake London, my next best receiver on my uh, draft board. Um, I just think he fits what they're trying to do, kind of a bigger guy. Um, play off Michael Thomas as a, on the other side. Uh, can go up and get the deep ball. Jameis uh, likes to air it out, as you know. So I have him taking an, another need at 19. So 16, I have him taking receiver and uh, filling need uh, Drake London. They need to dive into full-fledged rebuild. They, they've been, they've had happen. to for yeah. since Breeze left, and they've been trying to, with the roster they have, is win now. They just That's why it. I feel so bad for these picks, because they can end up meaning nothing if they dive in after. Yep. Um, Eric, what do you think here for New Orleans? Yeah, with the whole New Orleans rebuild, they can't um, with their cap situation. Yeah, I know. That's why I think so maybe after this season, you might start hear that Alvin Kamara rumors get a little bit louder. So, so they're kind of they're kind of torn right now. But one thing they can do is get that quarterback, and that's where I have Malik Willis going. Bit of a slide, I'm, if you ask I'm some. If, if, it's not a slide if you look at him and say this is where his talent level is, but a slide if you think you know Carolina. Is going to yeah. take quarterback. So you guys had them both at six. I had Kenny Pickett. So therefore, since I had Pickett, Willis has slid. Because I'm looking at teams 15 all the way through, I don't know, Seattle at nine, nine through 15. Nobody needs a quarterback. New Orleans at 16. Yeah, I could see it. And plus, fortunately, from or personally, from a selfish standpoint, I'd love to see what a mobile quarterback can do in New Orleans. I personally think that I'd like to see a little more out of uh, Jameis. I feel like he got robbed. That's last why I think year. they're going to give him a year. Yeah, I think he gets it. I think he earned a year. I think now, last they year. might not give it to him. Granted, I think he's going to compete with a quarterback because I do have a quarterback I, going there. I'm I okay never with said. I, I never said Willis would start right yeah, away. He, he's a, the, all these quarterbacks can be projects. Yeah, I'm okay with. You know, I think the only one in my mind, the only one that does is I think for me is Pickett in Carolina. Yeah. I feel I think like you Carolina, Carolina one. If it's Carolina day one. Drafts one at it's six, day one. Yeah, that's Sam Donald might stay there as a backup, but you're not. Good plan B. Uh, all right, so Chargers next on the board, and this is where I have Jordan Davis going. Like you said, freak athlete, freak six six three forty out of Georgia, and yep. You guys, you can skip right past me for the Chargers. I have Jordan Davis yeah. too. It's gonna be the exact same thing. It's a best player situation. I mean, I heard that they could take a wide receiver as a number three guy. I. I don't see that happening. Yeah, no. I think they really like who is it, Jalen Guyton? I think they really like him there. Yeah, I have him taking Trevor I do Penning. Too. 
uh, offensive tackle in Northern Iowa. Uh, it's best player. It's best, best player, player in their opinion. You got to protect Herbert, in my opinion. You can never. I, last year I was big on Cincinnati taking Sewell, and they said they took Chase. Yeah. So I said you have a franchise quarterback. Protect him. And you know you, he's a surefire franchise. You got to keep him. You got to keep him healthy, which Burrow wasn't healthy. And same thing with Herbert. You got to keep him upright. Uh, he's real deal. I think their roster is built to win now. Through all the moves they made, Penning helps their offensive line, helps them in a very competitive AFC West. Um, next, we have Philly back on the board, and I know I'm not going to say this name correctly. I have George Carlaftis. Car- is that how you say his name? George Carlaftis, correct. Yeah, out of Purdue. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, a player that I had heard in the early days of draft rumors the Giants could be looking at around seven, him and uh, Ojabo, but Ojabo with the torn Achilles, of course. Um, it's just shoring up that defense, you know. I have, I, I think Philly needs an edge rusher, and he just fits the bill. He's there. And Carl I think Laftis teams were, are high on him. He was, a, he was a tank at the Combine. Yeah. Absolute star and of the Combine. Philly loves the Combine. Um, <laughs> I have Devin Lloyd. It was between okay. Lloyd yeah, and... Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. By the way, welcome home, Son Reddick, on a three-year deal. Um, Camden native. But, uh, yeah, adding Lloyd to that just that. improves that defense. Yeah, I have him going receiver. Uh, ah, the Philly receiver. Yeah. A yearly tradition. Yep. Uh, I actually think they hit on this one. I'm actually pretty high on this kid, uh, Traylon Burks. I think he uh, mm. he's got first round grade in my opinion. Um, Rager's a bust. You can throw that pick out the window. So they still are in need of. They are looking receiver. to trade him as. Uh, and, thanks, uh, thanks for that. Thanks. Thank, thanks for that, Philly. Appreciate. It. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they, I they really have a great that. reputation with this. So, uh, um, yeah, side, I, moving to tight end. I have I have Eagles going receiver round two. I think that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Traylon Burks. I think is a pick here. You, they need to give weapons around whoever's going to be playing quarterback for them, whether it's Hurts or somebody else. Uh, you got to give a guy we- uh, weapons. Their offensive line is solid enough. Um, give him weapons. Um, Burks is a pick for me. All right, now, next week. Now, what, oh, go ahead, Aaron. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, I, I might as well just copy what Tony was saying for Carl Aftis, just get this moving a little bit. Um, but I have him going to New Orleans at 19 because um, oh, okay. Kim, Jordan's, Kim Jordan's not getting any younger. And um, – Injuries have been a problem with the Saints' defensive front, and Carl Aftis, I think, could be a nice edge rusher on the other side of Cam Jordan and learning from him before eventually taking over. All right, well, you have Carl Aftis. This is where I have Kenny Pickett. Um, and I don't want to call it a run of quarterbacks coming up, but in the last 10, I think you see some. Uh, it gives the offense an option if the Jameis Winston thing doesn't pan out by mid-year. I mean, obviously, you're not looking at this roster going. They're going to compete in that division that has that Bucks team that is fully loaded. It's not going to happen. You may compete for a wild card if Jameis plays, you know, at the level he was early before the injury. So I think Pickett gives them security for the future. You don't want to bank it all. You might not have a good pick next year to go out and take a quarterback. That's the thing. So I think you take Pickett now. You let him sit. You let him learn. It's a good environment in New Orleans. And like I said, they're in a weird spot. If they want to go full-fledged rebuild, this pick may mean nothing. Yep. So I have Pickett. I have uh, Tyler Smith off the tackle from Tulsa. Um, I don't know what's the uh, the deal with uh, Teron Armstead. Is he still? I have is no he idea. Signed back. Five years, seventy-two mil with the Dolphins. Dolphins, right? Uh, yeah, okay. he's gone. Yep, he's gone. So he I slide him paid, right in there. Um, got paid handsomely from the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, where they were spending money this summer. That's why. So I think it's a replacement for that. Uh, whoever you got playing quarterback there, whether it's. Uh, Guy taking the second round, and whether it's Jameis, you got to keep him up. I'm, I'm big on keeping the quarterback upright. So you, you can never have too many offensive linemen. It's a guy I think Jets he's good. legend 
Jets legend Trevor Simeon. Yeah, I love that. I was, that that, I was at that Monday night game against Cleveland when he busted up his ankle. You were there. Oh I right. Was there. Yep. Oh, oh my was god. The, uh, that was the uh, what's his name game. Uh, who they Luke bring Falk. in? Luke Falk. Washington They're State. Luke Falk. John loves Luke Falk. Don't let him tell you otherwise. So you have at this I pick, have Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith. That's actually a player. That's a player I got falling out of the first round. I think he's yeah, I don't have it's weird spots with these. It is. Linemen. That's what I'm saying. This whole area with uh, Philly and New Orleans is such a crapshoot. And I talked. Yeah, that's easily, easily, like I said earlier, the toughest part of the mock. Too. I talked to run on quarterbacks. Um, Steelers, Matt Corral. Oh. I think the Dwayne Haskins tragedy has really changed some things there. I think they wanted Haskins to compete with Trubisky in a way, not yeah. so much for the starting job, but grow potentially into a starting role. And listen, as much as I think they would love to have Pickett, pick I think guy, Pickett pick would love quarterback, to be there. yeah, I just don't think he's going to be there, unfortunately. So I have Corral and maybe a little pressured to feel like they need to go for a quarterback considering anything behind Trubisky is not great. I mean, Mason Rudolph, I guess he's serviceable, but you're not going to win anything with him. And there's no time like now to start your little mini rebuild here. Yeah. You have a great defense. You have an amazing defense, but no wide receiver help really now that Juju's gone. I mean, you have was it James Washington? Is he still James there? Washington, yeah, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, I not Claypool. not bad. No, but there's no number one guy there in my opinion. And you know, and you still got Najee. So yeah, get the quarterback. Get your potentially your future quarterback and the wide receiver. Also, Fryermuth. Fryermuth. Yeah. I love Pat Fryermuth. Who do you have uh, Pittsburgh taking? You mentioned the defense. I have him going defense. I have him going Kyle Hamilton. Um, a bit of a slide. bit of a slide. Yeah. Here, you know, I tw- have him going 20. You've seen these kind of hybrid role linebacker safety guys in recent years not really pan out, not really find that role. Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers. Uh, Adams has found a role. He's carved out a good career for himself. Um, Isaiah Simmons. I mean, Adams, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you said that with a straight face. I mean, uh, he, he is a solid player. You, I'm just, no, I'm just there's surprised. no denying that he's a he's actually worth two first round draft picks if you look back at the. Oh yeah, I know. I didn't hear that. Them, I didn't so. hear that somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Joe Douglas fleecing. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kyle Hamilton's my pick here. Uh, he's a, a guy that I even saw when during college football was going on was top ten, top five pick, and he just keeps sliding down picks because the teams don't have a fit for him. You don't know if he's going to yeah. play safety. He's not fast enough to be safety. He ran a four seven. Uh, it's also tough judging these guys. He's not big enough to play linebacker. I, he's got good coverage skills, but I think Pittsburgh takes a, a flyer on him. You find a way to put him in your defense in one of those uh, star roles. Like, you know, Jalen Ramsey was playing in that star nickel role with the Rams. Move him all over the field and have him make plays, be involved in everything. I think it could be a good fit. You pair him up with uh, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, too. Yeah. Can never hurt. All right. Um, next, we have... I have Bernard Raymond, by oh, the way. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I got you already. My apologies, Eric. No, no. I, I do not have a quarterback going to Pittsburgh. You have to protect the MVP, my friends. Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh's offensive line, one of the weakest, one of the older groups. Mm. Uh, Raymond's my highest offensive lineman on the board after that amazing performance of Combine. Uh, that's where Pittsburgh leans. Uh, next up is New England 21, and I think it's Devin Lloyd. Yep, I agree All with the you way. on that one. Uh, every mock I have seen up until this point, Devin Lloyd is the guy uh, for Bill Belichick uh, coming out of Utah. I just think he's he, he fits in so well. I mean, it's not even like New England's defense is bad or anything. It's just Devin Lloyd in, some, I, in a versatile defense like New England would fit in well, and 
the, the, the possibilities are almost endless. Yeah, I'm, I am. I the, the only one, one that doesn't? Am I the only one that doesn't have Lloyd of this group? Yes, I have Lloyd. Yeah. Okay, because I got Trent McDuffie. Okay. If he's if he's there, if he's there yeah, yeah, I think he's there. He's a fill-in. They lost who? J.C. Jackson. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. slots right in. L.A. I actually have I have Lloyd off my board. I'm going to Philly. So yeah, this that's a situation. I mean, it easily could happen. Who knows? All right, next we have 22, and I think uh, it's time. I think Chris Olave goes to Green Bay, and they draft a wide receiver. In the first round for Aaron Rodgers. For the I, first time. Now that Devontae Adams has departed, yep. I think they draft Olave. I have them going receiver, but Olave off my board already, so I have them going Jahan Dotson, Penn State. Mm, really? Yep. I, I think that uh I kicked around a defensive player here. I kicked around a linebacker. I think if Devin Lloyd wasn't going to New England, I think he's definitely okay. an option. But I think you have to. Yeah. Especially now that Adams is gone. I mean, Sammy Watkins. Oh, great. You got Sammy fucking Watkins. I'm not even looking into the walk. I didn't even know they signed him, to be honest. <laughs> wide receiver two. That's what he's going to be there. Who's their wide receiver one going to be? Hopefully Olave. hard. <laughs> Hopefully Olave. <laughs> I just feel like anybody you put out there at Aaron Rodgers is going to produce. Yeah, and you might as well give it a go- to a guy with good hands. Because, look, MVS, MVS got open all the time. He just kept dropping the ball. I think Olave would be a star there. I think it's a perfect fit. Yeah. He's just a bowler. Goes out there and plays football. That's what you want. Six one. Big enough. It's fast. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to draft like a defensive end. <laughs> Quarterback. I hope you're right. Oh, my God, again? <laughs> I hope that. I would, oh, oh no. my God. If it's a quarterback here, I'd be grunting from ear to ear. Who do you have Green Bay taking? Uh, I also have a receiver. I got this where I got Traylon Burks, okay. the speedster out of Arkansas. Yeah, I got, I got Burks uh, going to a good situation, but a little bit, a little bit further back. 66 catches for 1,100 yards for Arkansas this year. Like. All right, next we got Arizona. And I kicked around a ton of options here. Um, but I settled on Tyler Linderbaum. I've seen a lot of mocks of him sliding out of the first round. Yeah, I've seen mocks of him sliding out of the Which first I, round. I would love. I'd love the Jets pick him up at 35. <laughs> you don't think I wouldn't want him at, what, what are we, 36, 37, whatever it is? I don't think he's getting past 35. No, neither do I. But, um, no, I mean, linemen, again, can't have too many. Arizona doesn't have the greatest offensive line in the and world. I, in my opinion, outside of tackle, I think center is the most important position yeah. in your line. He's a quarterback in your line. And Linderbaum has had the weirdest, I would say, draft stock projection over the past couple months. I remember hearing in January Giants fans banging on the table yeah. for him to go with seven. Yeah, I heard, I've heard him all the way up from top 15 to top 40 to top 25. He's all over the place. He, yeah, it, because at the end of the day, he's a center. He can play guard. He can. He is. But he's, he's a center. He's also one of the best it's also one of the best center prospects we've seen in exactly. years. And I think, you know, Arizona, there's no harm in taking another offensive lineman. No, it doesn't hurt. So I, I don't give know. me give me Linderbaum. I am going to defense uh, after losing Chandler Jones. Uh, this is where I have them. This is where I have George Karloff is going. Mm. Purdue edge. Uh, Chandler Jones obviously going to uh, Vegas. Uh, fills a need. I kicked defense on that, around uh, here too. It's just. I just feel like uh, it's the fit. Uh, they need it. It's another one of these weird teams where best player available is probably the move. Let him um, pin his ears back, get after uh, Lance, could let him get after Stafford. Yeah. And whoever's playing quarterback up in Seattle. Tough division again. Yeah. So need the pass rush to get to the quarterback. And I, dude, I understand that completely, too. Yeah. It, it, so many of these teams, it, they don't need quarterbacks, and they got position players who can fill these needs right now. Yep. Eric, what do you got for Arizona? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna try and speed up mine a little bit. Um. 
I got Jordan Davis's partner, Devontae White, out of Georgia. It's the mock I've been seeing the most, and it makes the most sense. Why it's a, just a beast. Okay, now we got Dallas next, and I heard a rumor today they could trade up and get Thibodeau if he does slide enough. He would have to slide a whole hell of a lot. Randy, Ge- Randy Gregory replacement, I guess. Right? Yeah. But I have them going offensive line here. Doesn't he just feel like such a typical cowboy Thibodeau? Yep. He does, right? Yep. Yeah. Same way Michael Parsons does. Yeah. Yeah, he fits that like Randy Gregory, uh, Demarcus Lawrence, Alden Smith, Tony, kind of Tony, vibe. Tony, your your twenty twenty two defensive player of the year, Michael Parsons. That's who I have winning defensive player of the year next year. I think pick. that's I, I think he's gonna. He eat. could have won it this year too. He could have, but they they weren't gonna give it to a rookie, unfortunately. No, no. Um, well, I mean, come on, he's not Lawrence Taylor. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, he might be. He's not. He might be. <laughs> I have Bernard Raymond here. Offensive lineman for uh, yeah, I have Zion Johnson at a Central Michigan. Yeah, I saw that kicked Boston around College. too. Um, they need line. Their line is aging. Yeah, and if we you want to keep Dak Prescott, year. you know, healthy. healthy, you need to protect them. Yep, I agree, hundred percent. Um, I I do not have line. I have cornerback. I have Andrew Booth. Could see that too. I have Booth Two going. On the other, I, have Booth. I have Booth going go the next on the other Two side of um <laughs> on the other side of Trevon Diggs. Yeah. Yep, I got Booth going here, twenty-five to Buffalo as yep. we move on to uh, the Bills. Um, good, I, good. I, I think a great fit. I think a great fit too. I read up uh, that they were very, 20, very high on Eric t- Stokes last year. They were uh, twenty-six solo at, uh, tackles. Twenty-six solo tackles for Booth last year, at Clemson. Yeah, I think it's a great fit there. I mean, I think it's awesome. another another team, you know, best player available, but there is a need there at corner. I they, Booth would fit in. They're going to need cornerbacks to deal with all the receivers the Jets are going to stockpile in the next couple of years. Or, you know, division. when you have to deal with the Chiefs. In, yeah, true. You know, a little bit <laughs> more short-term. Well, I'm, just, I'm just thinking about when Debo Samuel is wearing the green and white next Ah, <laughs> Okay, my apologies. But they got Jadavius White for that, I guess. So Yeah. I guess it's just to lock up Elijah Moore. Ah, right. <laughs> uh, Eric, who do you have uh, Buffalo going with here? This is where I have Jameson Williams fallen to. Oh, I could see God. this too. You would hate that. I'd hate that with a bat. <laughs> this, this, I the minute I saw Jameson Williams have that the ACL thing, and I saw his draft stock fall, I was like, oh man, like how far is he going? But I'm looking at teams 25. that need receiver. Green Bay, yeah, but Green Bay needs somebody that can make an immediate impact. Baltimore was considering it. Philly, I think Philly wants to clear up that defense. Buffalo doesn't need a receiver right away. No, they don't. They can wait. And then if you want a nice little trio of Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, and Jameson Williams, the AFC would run through Buffalo. Yeah, I would say I've seen that they could be interested in wide receiver here, but who broke out in the playoffs? Was it Gabe Davis and Isaiah yeah. McKenzie? Gabe Davis, particularly. It was, it was Gabe four Davis. Or five yeah, touchdown that game. him, and they're very high on Isaiah McKenzie up there, too. He's lightning quick he's really fast i have yeah. to deal with him twice a year and he, they just give the little end around jet sweep to him put him in motion like what the rams do used to do at woods and he just boop, gone can't touch him and i and i imagine, i thought it when woods you guys, was still in buffalo no when you guys were talking <laughs> when you guys were talking about james williams as early as 10 i was like oh boy they are not gonna like where Dude, I that's james. the thing with this draft it's anywhere if james williams goes to buffalo i mean you just, i think there's a solid chance they take wide receiver regardless. You I might, just hope it's you not James hear, Williams. Yeah. You might hear tears from Jack Osterloff. Yeah, <laughs> you, I think you will. I think you might. <laughs> um, the one-year th- stopgap with, who's it, Emmanuel Sanders, that was great for what it was. 
Beasley's gone. Uh, he yeah, Beasley is gone. Where did he end up signing? He I ended have up no idea. He's a free agent still. He's still a free. Uh, there was rumors of him coming to New York, but the Giants can't afford him. Yeah, like, the Giants have no money. What's the point he's of him so even going? There? I don't I think, know, Jack. They're trading think, Darius Slayton now, which I'm all for because he's not good. I like Darius Slayton. He's not I think, good. I like Darius. Slayton. I think the really whole drop. I think, I think the whole Cole Beasley thing is um has to do 100 percent with the vaccination. Vaccination. Yeah, right? I think there was a strain there. Yeah. yeah. All right, um, next we have Tennessee. And an interesting thing I saw today, I saw them. Ryan Tannehill's 35 years old. I saw Desmond Ritter here. Your typical project yeah. can sit behind Tannehill a whole year. I don't have him there. I kicked around the idea. I don't have him here. I have them taking uh, Kenyon Green, offensive lineman. Same, same, exactly. same uh, three for three, Kenyon Green. Yep. Need protection for Ryan Tannehill. He was sacked 47 times last year. I thought – Wide receiver too, maybe number three guy because they have Robert Woods now. Robert Woods, yeah, Bobby. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I forgot that they had Robert Woods. It would also make AJ Brown a little bit more expendable. But I don't is AJ Brown going to be there? Yeah, the um, I think go protection. A guy who not only can protect Ryan Tannehill but can block for Derrick Henry, Henry, which is a very important thing in that offense. Yep, agreed. Uh, next we have Tampa. I have Devonte. Was it Devonte Wyatt? Devonte Wyatt. Yep. Yeah. I got a uh, Dax Hill. Uh, this is a weird spot. Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I've heard I know they signed Russell Gage. I've heard wide receiver here too. Really? They want a true number three guy. Now that Antonio Brown's out of the picture. That's where I would go. Which I Does and Brady I've heard, really need another like I've heard safety, which you're proposing. Since I just, they lost I just who was it, Whitehead? Jordan Whitehead came over to the Jets, but they did yeah. pick up Logan Ryan. Yeah. Which who I think he's still got a couple more decent years yeah. and I mean he's still a uh but Incredible safety back there, but I just feel like Dax Hill is like a more of a long-term solution for them. I got Wyatt because Nadamik and Sue has he re-upped there yet? I'm sure he has. They get everybody back, but it's, I think he, I think he has one more year left. On between his deal. him and Vita Vea, they're aging. Yeah, a guy who their can slot closing. in and keep it going. I, I mean, again, this might be one of those picks that's meaningless. I do think they could go offensive lineman here and wouldn't miss a beat. Mm. Um. You know Zion Johnson, somebody that they could. What's get? his name? Just retired, right? Marpet. He's done officially. I, I loved Ali Marpet. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! I thought he was going to come back when Brady came back. When he was like, coming nope, out of Hobart, man, I wanted the Giants to get him in the worst damn way. He's good, man. He was. He was real. I'm surprised he didn't come back when Brady came back. And that's another thing with Brady coming back screwed the Jets on. The Jets were high, very high on Ryan Jensen. Yeah. They wanted Ryan Jensen, but you knew Ryan Jensen Ryan was coming Jensen back the second, right Brady second Brady came Brady. back. Literally, it was announced Brady's come back within He's, yeah. hours. Minutes, yeah. He was back. Right. Brady called Jensen before he made the announcement. Yeah, 100%. Eric, what do you have here for Tampa? This is Matt Corral. Um, this, they do this the, you think they do this twi- two years in a row? So you're not a big Trask guy? Are you? I'm not sold on Kyle Trask. I, I Kyle trust Trask. I I trust Corral more than I trust Trask. I trust Corral more than I trust Blaine Gabbert. I have Corral ranked as my right. top quarterback in this year's class. Really? Um. Yeah, but with that said, Corral is going to be the least likely of the three to start right away. Um, oh, definitely if you haven't gone to Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, so here's the thing. When For the Tom record, Brady, I had them getting Davis Mills last year because I heard when that Tom talk Brady, right before the draft. When Tom Brady um, retired um, in the offseason, there was panic in Tampa Bay. There was. Panic. They <laughs> did was. not want to start playing Gabbert, and they did not want to start Kyle Trask. If that happens, because Brady can retire at any minute now, 
he's going to play one more year, but now it's a it's a ticking oh, I, time bomb. I think he's playing more than one more year. I think um, this is his last year in Tampa, but I think he's playing more than Jack. I think you have to see him again. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I can't stand but, him. But with that said, you know, there's now an opening at Tampa's quarterback if Brady moves on after this year to greener pastures, and that's where Corral comes in. I just think you draft a guy who can help you now if you're really going for that Super Bowl again. Who knows about – I mean – Vea and Ndamukong Sue are getting old. Yeah. If one goes down, you need a guy who can slot right in. Um, well, I think with Tampa Bay, the way they're built, uh, they're not going to draft a quarterback. That's not the I way they're that, going that to I think that was move. last year. I, it, it's, they already was drafted Trask one. Was second? Yeah, second yeah. rounder. They weren't going to waste a first on him. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't think even Trask could. Uh, Trask couldn't be the answer. Like he could just not be the guy. Oh, I don't think he is. What's, I don't think that they're Great. going to draft a quarterback. I think that they're going to either trade for a quarterback or sign one in free agency, and I think that's the way that Tampa Bay succeeds. You can't, with a team that well-rounded at the moment at least. uh, And they could easily be that well-rounded for, let's say, Brady leaves after this year. They would definitely be that well-rounded for the year after. That's what I'm saying. So even when Brady leaves, you're not going to have a tank season where you end up with a high enough pick to get a good quarterback. But if you start Kyle Trask, it might be like a 6-11 and Seven and ten type season. Yeah, good, not good enough, but stopgap. Maybe yeah. you get a good draft pick. I, I still, James I just Winston. see it. I don't even see them going that far. I see them going. We are a team that has an opportunity to win. Tom Brady has proved that season after season. We just need a quarterback. Let's go out and get one. Yeah, they they drafted Joe Tryon in the first round. Last yeah, year. Tyron Tryon. Yeah, like Joe that. Tryon. Tryon. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Go try on Shemoika. Yeah, Shemoika or something like that. Screw Tampa yeah. Bay. Screw Tom Brady. Okay. All right. You're bitter. <laughs> you are bitter. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, oh. Enough Tom Brady talk. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 28 Green Bay. Uh, this is where I have David Ojaba slotting to. I don't think he falls out of the first round. Mm. Too talented to get out of that range of which once was a top 15 draft prospect on my big board. Slid down to a top thirty because of the the obviously uh, Achilles injury. Achilles injury. So um, I see him honestly going anywhere from seventeen to thirty two. I could see a team just taking the upside from him and be like, "We're getting a steal on a guy be- just because yeah, he's this hurt. guy. This guy was clearly a top come, fifteen talent. And he's going to come back. We're confident he comes back from it. Yeah, with all the modern medical is really now. important here. Yep. Um, I do like that pick. So you I pair just, him with Preston Smith, Rashawn Gary. It's an I just think it's line. too much. Question marks. I had uh, Nakobe Dean going here. I like that pick. Yeah, I actually I think, very high in Nakobe Dean. I think um, I do think Ajaba falls out of the first round. I, I, yeah, I, I could see. I could easily listen, see it coming it, out of the first round too. If it was an ACL, it'd be different. But it's an Achilles, and yeah. that's just that's just that much harder it's, it's to come different. back from. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I have Dean here. I think it'd be a good fit on that defense. It, it, it fills a bit of a need, and I just think it's a good pick. Eric, what do you got here for Green Bay? Yeah, I'm gonna. I gotta get going soon, so I'm gonna try and move through some of these picks. Um, I have Boy Mayf from Minnesota. Zary Smith went to Minnesota, so it's only natural for Green Bay to poach the top college prospect from the school. Okay, next uh, 29 and 30. Assuming KC makes these picks, let's just go through them. I have Traylon Burks, okay. wide receiver, and then I have Dax Hill. Got it. So to I fill went, in for Tyron Matthew. I went same positions. I went Christian Watson, North Dakota State, with the 29, and then I went Lewis. Kine or how do you pronounce the last name there, Eric? Do you know? Uh, I don't have him going in the first round. 
Safety out of Georgia. It's sign or kind. C I N E. Oh, I think it's yeah, sign. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's sign. So I have him going yeah, 30. Yeah, sign. I uh, think it's sign. Says Tyron Matthews not going to be back. I just was like, all right, fill another hole. There's a safety. Yeah. Boom. Another guy who could help right now. Yep. Exactly. Eric, what do you think for KC with these two picks? Yeah, I was I was looking safety too, but then I remember they signed Justin Reed from the Texans uh, to fill in, True. plug in yeah, right for Tyron Matthews. Um, great move. Absolutely love it. Um, so I got Jahan Dotson from Penn State. And this is where I have David Ojabo going because this is has Chiefs. I did, I did kick around Ojabo here. Do you think that KC should take a wide receiver? Uh, they did sign me. Juju. They did sign MVS. Uh, MVS. Yep. Yeah, I think I think they're fine right now. I mean, would you go defense both picks? I would go defense, and I mean, I wish it was a higher pick. I would say draft an offensive lineman just because there are guys there. If there's if there's someone good yeah. enough, there, they would have to be that pretty high on your, them. I yeah. would say. Someone that can you can't, again, you can't have too many. But yeah, exactly. especially with that kind of money invested right behind them. And also, I feel like we saw last year uh, at least part of the problem was uh, you know Mahomes didn't have as much time in the pocket as he did in years prior. And I think that's hey, definitely something they need to focus on. Hey, uh, hey, Tony. What? Knights Stars is in overtime. Oh, that's to decide if the Golden Knights keep their playoff chances alive. Mm-hmm. All right, so next we have the reigning AFC champions, Cincinnati Bengals. I have, he say, is it Kair Elam? Yeah, the yeah. same pick, Kair Elam. Kair Elam, yeah. yeah. Yep. It, you have the same pick, Eric? Uh, no, but I... It just makes too much Elam sense. It just makes too much sense. So, yep. so... I, I know they did a lot of work with their line in the offseason, completely rebuilt it. I still have them going best lineman available. And yeah, right here. I could see that, too. I, I really could. This is this is where I have Tyler Linderbaum. Because um, I think Harris is still a little up there, and I think Sneaky. he's on either a – he's not a – yeah, it's a right. Like, it seems like it's a move that they do. Yeah, I like that um, pick, actually. I didn't even consider that. Yeah, I, they did a lot of work, but, again, yeah. you can't have too many. Never. And especially yeah. with how and much I, Burrow was just getting beat up yeah. in his rookie season. Yeah, I, you saw what I I know, Jack, you have, Linderba- you, have Linderbaum, <laughs> you have Linderbaum in Pittsburgh. Um, the man, if he fell to Cincinnati, I can't see them not taking him. Yeah. Um, you can't have too many, and <clears throat> Zach Taylor can work with – he can arrange a line if given the talent. So Also, with, getting you know, Linderbaum in there with the additions they made, that gives Linderbaum a little bit of time to mold into the yeah, player you I need. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> I like that pick a lot. 32, Detroit. To finish off the first round, I have quarterback Desmond Ritter, who I am crazy high on. That is my quarterback in this draft. Giants trade up and get him? No, that's okay. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm i also going quarterback. My second quarterback off the board in the first round, Kenny Pickett. This would be a steal for them at 32. 32. If they I, just, I just don't see any teams really jumping on quarterbacks in this year's draft based on the class coming out next year. I don't see why you would waste a first rounder on a guy you're not completely sold on. I think Detroit, if he's there at 32, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, it's Let the opportunity. It's the value. It's a value. You're not spending uh, a high, high-end number mm-hmm. one on him. Let him sit for a couple years. We have the extreme high with Eric at six, the medium with me at nineteen, and then the extreme low with you. Yeah, at I'm just not really high on. on that, that, that just shows you how much everybody knows here going into this. Because yep. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sold on Kenny Pickett, but I have again. It's it does a team fit Carolina's bill for quarterbacks. I yeah. don't, I don't have. Um, Desmond Ritter going in the first. I also don't have Detroit taking a quarterback. I have this where I have Nicobe Dean. Um, linebacker can't have too many Would linebackers Would also be a very either. good pick for them. Uh, you got to remember, again, they but, pick in, what, three picks? 
two picks yeah, after but, that. I yep. mean, it, you basically ever, probably get the same player. Right. You mentioned Desmond Ritter. Um, you being crazy high on him. Um, I that screams Indianapolis to me. In I can see that too. Sippy on Matt Ryan. Yeah, yeah and the and thing listen, is, listen, Detroit, you might want 40, might not want to take a quarterback here right now. Because you are guaranteed that Jacksonville, the next pick of the second round, is not taking a quarterback. Not a quarterback. And and by the way, Indianapolis is sitting behind back-to-back Seattle picks in round two. Yeah. And just one pick ahead of Atlanta. So, Indy can make it work. All right. Well, that's the first round. Yeah. And that, listen, it's great every year. It's great to have you every year. Yeah, it's great always to be fun. Every year. Um, I wish you luck. Thursday night. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm going to need all the luck I can get. Yeah. I wish you luck, too. Yeah, mm. Eric, hopefully your uh, Vikings I'm... please your needs with Stingley at 12. Yes. But we'll see. Yes. And enjoy the draft. I know Tony and I and Trish and Zach will all be talking beforehand probably and probably texting during the thing. It's rare. We had a couple of these where we just had a sweep. Yeah. Sting, uh, Not Stingley. Uh, no, Stingley wasn't one of them, but you and I had McDuffie going to Minnesota. Yeah, Kenny I, Green. it's weird. We had some of the well, other ones. We were so far apart. Yeah, and then, yeah. I'll say, I'll say this: it's the draft, man. <laughs> I I didn't ha- I didn't even have McDuffie. You know? Yeah, no, you had Stingley, which would be yeah, a, a real win for Minnesota. I don't think it gets to real 12, quick but. here before we go. Somebody day two that didn't go, you know, in your first round that you could feel would be an insane steal. Uh, Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean. Yep. Two I guys would, you guys both yeah. had going in the first round. I think is. Um, going to be a day one starter on no matter what team drafts him. I think he's a uh, fly around the field, sideline the sideline, make tackles, get your nose dirty kind of guy. Um, I'm just hoping he gets into the right fit. Um, San Francisco, I think he would be awesome in San Francisco. I think he'd be awesome in uh, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, any of those NFC North teams, to be honest. Any team where Indianapolis, I think he'd be yeah. awesome next to Darius Leonard. Anywhere um, that needs the guy that can just – Go out, run sideline to sideline, make a play. He's that kind of guy. He's just a football player. That's what you want when you see it on TV. He's just a football player. Uh, Eric, what do you think? Uh, you mentioned the name earlier, Kyrie Elam. Uh, really tempted to put him in the first round. I still think he's, he's going to be a fantastic player. Um, as a Seminole fan, uh, pain me uh, to see him play against uh, Florida or Florida State. All these um, Logan Thompson just made none real safe for Vegas. Um, but, yeah, I think Elam's going to be the guy that I think could really make some noise. Yeah, I still have Dotson available. I still have Sky Moore available. I think they're going to be tremendous Sky wherever Moore, they Sky go. Um, I still have Ojaba um, on the board. Yeah. I just think the injuries now, the too much. Thing, I do think he goes before 40, though. Yeah, that now, the other thing, I think a team will trade up to get him if need be. Um, we all say insane steal. I don't think there's going to be any insane steals. I think there's going to be some good, good um, value steals picks. that. Yeah. Good value picks, I think, is more yep. along Great. the lines of what we're looking for. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. It's always very in-depth every year. Jack Osloff, again, thank you for joining us. Yep, for uh, you can up. get every episode of the 20 Men Sports Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. We won't be on Friday. We'll figure out something, though, for after total after the whole draft, probably Tuesday or something, we'll do a little draft recap, uh, talk about who we thought won the draft, who we thought lost it, some steals from day yep. two and day three. If you are in Dover this weekend at the NASCAR races, come say hi. I'll he be hanging will be around. at Dover International. Is, is it Dover International Speedway or Dover National Speedway? It is now Dover Motor Speedway. Dover Motor oh, Speedway. Speedway. Yeah. They changed it. They now. just got well. Th- well, they just got bought by um, Speedway Motorsports. They're the people that own Bristol, Charlotte, Texas, a whole bunch of tracks. Um, so they are now in charge of Dover. 
So we want to thank you for everybody who listened to the whole episode. No, it's a long commitment, uh, but we hope you enjoyed our coverage. And we will see you next week, early next week, for a little draft recap another episode of Too Many Men. Bye, everybody.